What is up my Sunlight Samurais? In this video, we're going to talk about what is up my Sunlight Samurais, you and or not. In this video, we're going to talk about testosterone versus Viagra. Which one is the base that can help to increase and improve your erections? Which one should you be using, right? TRT, should you be hopping on TRT? Do you even need TRT? Or should you just be using Viagra? What if you don't really respond that good to Viagra? What can you do? This is what we're going to discuss in this video. But before we dive in, quick share is this. For roughly almost a year now, I've been primarily focusing on military braces, one of my main lifts for getting stronger. And I was finally able to hit 90 kilograms for four reps, which I am super excited about. I think my goal ultimately would be 100 kilos for four reps or more. I don't really have a goal. I just want it to help carry over to actually being able to do the plunge, which is a calisthenic movement. So, but I'm really happy about this. And if you haven't gotten my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone, be sure to do that. Link is in the description. Back to the video. All right, so when it comes to erectile dysfunction, it's actually been found that people with erectile dysfunction doesn't necessarily have low levels of testosterone, but they tend to have lower levels of free testosterone, bioavailable testosterone, higher levels of sex and binding globulin. So the total testosterone might be normal, but you can still have ED, right? So how testosterone improves erection? Because testosterone is definitely important for erections. And so that inhibits the rock pathway. So this is basically the rock pathway uh, constraints. It doesn't allow for proper relaxation. It makes the penis more muscular and less fat because the stem cells can go either to muscle cells or fat cells. And when it goes to fat cells, you definitely get a very strong and rigid penis. So androgens help to create muscle cells from the stem cells. Then we have, it upregulates nitric oxide synthase expression and activity. So you produce more nitric oxide, better vessel relaxation. It downregulates PDE5 expression and activity, similar to what, for example, Viagra or Cialis would do. And PDE5 breaks down cyclic GMP. So nitric oxide promotes the release of cyclic GMP and that causes the vessel relaxation, vessel dilation. PDE5 is an inhibitor of that process. Then we have, it reduces the alpha adrenal receptor expression and function. So certain drugs that block the alpha adrenal receptor um, actually also helps with erectile dysfunction, but they have a side effect of causing retrograde ejaculation. So you ejaculate into your bladder, and that's not a fun thing to have. But uh, also the adrenal receptors in the penis, they cause vasoconstriction, so you basically can't relax and get a proper erection. And uh, this is also where the heart flossed and so on is coming from. So androgens help to reduce the expression can get better relaxation and erections. It also regulates the smooth muscle cell growth that responds to the vasodilators. And it reduces collagen formation, reversing fibrosis, and thus restoring proper smooth muscle function. So when the penis gets injured, for example, it creates like collagen. And collagen is not very stretchable. And you can't get in proper erection when you have collagen tissue. So low androgens predisposes people to getting like fibrosis in the penis. And that causes shrinkage. It's not as stretchable. It's really not a healthy state for your penis to be in. And then lastly, it maintains the neural structure and function because it's a neurons that signal the penis to get a proper erection. So what is the optimal testosterone levels for an erection? And I can guarantee you will actually be surprised when you hear this because I was quite surprised. So... It's by having more than 300 to 400 nanograms per deciliter, right? So here's two studies to back this up. When they use TRT, 
there was no difference in the improvements in erections when they increased testosterone to 10 or 26 nanomol per liter. So that would be 303 nanograms per deciliter or 750, meaning they gave these men with low testosterone TRT and both groups got improvement erections, but there was no difference between increasing to 300 or 750, according to this study, right? Obviously, everyone has the individual effect. Someone might respond better to higher doses, but this is what happened in general. Another study found that um, men that had very low levels of testosterone under 230 nanograms per deciliter responded much better to TRT than men that had less than 350. Right, so the more testosterone you quote unquote have, the less you're going to positively benefit from getting TRT. And so clearly, you don't need sky high testosterone for proper erections. And so, what's really important is actually the testosterone to estrogen ratio, right? So, because estradiol inhibits the relaxation of penile tissues, and the more estrogen you give an animal, for example, the more it starts to inhibit proper erections. And where it inhibits the erection the most is at the base of the penis. And so you don't get the proper rigidity. And so obviously, um, <laughs> there, was, there was a study looking at the exact duration. The, the, it wasn't like these guys couldn't get an erection. It was that after a certain point, they couldn't maintain the erection. And so as you can see in this graph, you can see that testosterone correlates with better erections. And then uh, negatively with estradiol and the estradiol to testosterone ratio. And the ideal number, so they, they did a couple of studies looking at estradiol levels and testosterone and to find the ideal uh, level. And clearly, the higher the estradiol levels were, the more it in interfered with erections. So in all cases, testosterone was more or less the same between 400 and 500. And then estradiol increased from like 28 to 32 to 39. And people with 39 had the worst erections. And so with testosterone remaining the same and estradiol going up, you can expect worse erections. And some people might say, like, wait, you just need more testosterone. Like, well, clearly they have a case where they're just converting too much testosterone to estrogen. They do have an access of estrogen. So that's, that is something that needs to be addressed. And so uh, PDE5 inhibitor responders versus non-responders. Like, how do you know, like, who's going to respond? Because some people use it, they don't respond. And testosterone definitely plays a role there. And so when your testosterone is over 300 nanograms per deciliter, chances are you're still responding. You might need it, but you're still responding to the PDE5 inhibitor. When your testosterone is under 300 nanograms per deciliter, you're no longer responding. Or chances that you are responding is going to be much, much smaller. And so in that case, when they give men under 300 nanograms per deciliter testosterone, they become responders to these PDE5 inhibitors again. And so I want to show you this uh, graph, which is really interesting. They compared group A was HEG, group B in the middle was liraglutide, which is a compound primarily used to improve insulin sensitivity, alpha fat loss. I talked about that in my previous videos. So you guys can check that out. And group C was TRT. And so this was erectile quality, right? So you can clearly see group B had the greatest improvement in erectile function compared to group C, which was uh, testosterone and uh, group A, which was HEG. So liraglutide was the best at improving erectile function better than testosterone. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because liraglutide helps more than testosterone with fat loss, reducing waist circumference, improving insulin sensitivity, and reducing vascular inflammation. So if you want to respond better to testosterone, 
make sure you lose excess weight, improve insulin sensitivity, and reduce inflammation. And then your um, body will just respond better to the androgens that you have. So which is better, testosterone or Viagra for improving erections? And so this is interesting. 30 to 35% of patients with ED fail to respond to treatment with PD-5 inhibitors, partly due to low blood testosterone. So if you're one of those 30, 35%, you can benefit probably from throwing in some testosterone into the mix. Then some uh, the studies looking at this, 34 to 100% success rate when they combine TRT to Viagra, when people didn't respond to either one alone. And there was another study found the 100% success rate for erectile function and libido when they combined testosterone gel with on-demand 100 milligrams Viagra for six months in men with testosterone less than 400 nanograms per deciliter. So if you're using a PD-5 inhibitor, not responding to it, throw some testosterone in it, it might make that you will respond to it again. But as I mentioned before, you want to make sure that you do things that help with fat loss, lower inflammation, improve insulin sensitivity as well. Some people might think that I'm going on testosterone, I don't need to worry about anything else. No, testosterone is not that magic belt. You still need to focus on the basics for improving your health. So what about Cialis versus Viagra, right? This is, like old, this is also a really good question. So I do like Cialis over Viagra because it has a few benefits, such as it has a longer half-life, 70.5 hours versus Viagra is only four hours. So you typically need to take Viagra on demand. And you can take Cialis like five milligrams once a day. You don't need to take anything on demand. So it makes it much easier. It's like, hey, you want to do something? Yeah, let's do it. And you're ready. You don't need to take anything. So much more convenient. And then also you can use much more lower doses of the Cialis. You can literally use like five milligrams daily because you, you can use it daily. You don't need to use it like on demand. And so this minimizes the side effects because you're using a much smaller dose. And then Viagra also, I mean, Cialis also has less side effects than Viagra because it doesn't inhibit the same PDE5 enzymes. So like these drugs, they inhibit PDE5, but some of the other PDE um, enzymes as well. And that can cause visual disturbances in the case of Viagra. So Cialis doesn't act on that same PDE enzyme as Viagra, so it doesn't have the same visual disturbances um, that Viagra would cause. It lowers estradiol. And so Viagra hasn't really been shown to lower estradiol, but Cialis can lower estradiol and that can improve the testosterone to estrogen ratio. Remember, estrogen was an independent risk factor for erectile dysfunction, so it can really help to shift that ratio in a beneficial way. It can improve gut health. Cialis can do that, which is really cool. It improves thyroid function, can help to increase the metabolism, and it improves your vascular health. So this is key because the vasculature need to release nitric oxide and respond to it so it can actually dilate, relax, so you can get an erection. So vascular health is key for proper erections, and Cialis can actually improve vascular health. So other factors that can also influence erections that you can look at is DHT, obesity, sleep apnea, dopamine, and serotonin. Like, are you using a drug like an SSRI that's influencing your serotonin? Do you have diabetes? Do you have nutritional deficiencies? Are you sympathetic dominant? Do you have an excess amount of stress in your life, these kind of things. One thing I didn't list here was DHEA. You can look at, it's an adrenal hormone, so you can look at the DHEA versus cortisol ratio. And some people that have low levels of DHEA or also have a higher risk of getting erectile dysfunction. So the question might arise, should you, using, should you be using testosterone or should you be using Viagra only or can you combine them? So obviously you can definitely combine them. They have synergistic benefits. 
but you have low levels of testosterone, throw testosterone in there. If you have high levels of testosterone, you still have ED, you will probably respond to Viagra or Cialis. You don't necessarily have to add additional testosterone. Just keep an eye on your free testosterone. If your free testosterone is low, focus on getting that up. And then you will again respond better to the BDE5 inhibitor. And then in terms of Cialis versus Viagra, I do prefer Cialis because of the longer half-life, you can use a smaller dose, and it more beneficially influences your hormones, testosterone to estrogen ratio. All right, guys, so I hope this was helpful. It's not really one versus the other one. You can really combine them, but it all depends on your specific scenario. All right, guys, please share if you found this insightful, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.